Year after year after year, I hear people tell me that they do not want to pay large subscription fees or for memberships to be able to get access to content related to safety. So me and my friends here at Safety FM have come up with an idea called Safety FM Plus. This is a video streaming service that allows you to have some downloadable document content available readily wherever you are. You can go to the website safetyfmplus.com or go to the Apple Store app and download it for your iPhone, iPad, or even Apple TV. It's also available on Android and Android TV, Roku, and Fire TV. We want to be wherever you are. So to get you started, you can come to the website or download the apps as we just discussed. The other great portion about this is that if you sign up right now at safetyfmplus.com, you will get a downloadable version of Simple Revolutionary Acts, the first book by Dr. Todd Conklin as part of your membership to get into this. So go right now to safetyfmplus.com to find out more information. That is safetyfmplus.com. This, this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in 3, 2, 1... Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, 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 it truly does not matter who the host is. Today is Wednesday, September the 2nd of 2020, day 246 of the year, and only 120 days left to go. Ladies and gentlemen, isn't that exciting? Anyways, we're coming to you live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida. We are broadcasting, you know, live around the universe here because that's what I tell people. You know, I'm going to post this. I'm going to pull this stuff up at the same time, too, just to really mess some things up. Um, And then also, as I say that and mess things up, thank you for all the people that showed up this morning for the lovely, lovely art of podcasting class. What an exciting time that was. So anyways, hopefully some instructions, some good information was able to be shared during that for some, and we will see some new podcasters as we move out and about inside of this new world of ours of the world of podcasting. So that should be fun in a grandioso time. So anyways, as we talk about these different things and move forward with them, let's get you right away into some feature story news, and then we'll come back in and talk about the nonsense that I want to talk about, because, you know, that could be exciting. Here is the news on the Rated R Safety Show. News. 
14 people are standing trial in France over a terror attack on the satirical magazine Charlie Hebdo in which 12 people were shot dead. A further three people were killed at a Jewish supermarket. The attack happened more than five years ago. The defendants are accused of assisting the militant Islamist perpetrators. The attack marked a turning point for France and Europe which were marred by a string of terror attacks over the following five years. Charlie Hebdo has republished the original Prophet Muhammad cartoons, which sparked Muslim protests worldwide when they were first published. French President Emmanuel Macron has reiterated France's commitment to free speech, the freedom of conscience and the freedom of the press. India has banned 118 more Chinese apps after banning an initial 59 apps the first time around, including apps from Baidu, Tencent and Xiaomi. The move comes after fresh tensions on the border between India and China. TUI, the largest travel company in the world, has cancelled holidays to the resort of Laganas on the Greek island Zante because tourists were failing to follow coronavirus safety measures. TUI halting trips from Zante coincides with growing pressure on the British government to reconsider England's quarantine rules for Greece. From London, Benji Hire reports. When a country surpasses 20 coronavirus cases per 100,000 people in the past week, the UK normally imposes a fortnight of self-isolation and returning travellers from there. There were 14 coronavirus cases per 100,000 people in Greece during the past seven days, a decrease from the preceding week. But several cases of the virus in Scotland have been traced back to the Balkan state. The Scottish government has already announced that those arriving from Greece would have to quarantine for 14 days from Thursday. Meanwhile, ministers in the UK are also considering reimposing measures for holidaymakers coming back from Portugal, just two weeks after a travel corridor was established between the two nations. More than two million Britons visit Portugal annually, making up the largest number of overseas tourists to the Iberian country. The release of GDP figures for the June quarter shows the Australian economy went backwards by 7%. Sean Bindley reports from Brisbane. The 7% slump is almost three times more than the previous largest fall of June 1974, when figures slumped by 2%. Senior Federal Minister Christian Porter says Australia is on the verge of an economic downturn not seen in the country since the Great Depression of the 1930s. Mr Porter says with a sharp decline in business investment and household spending due to COVID-19, the new figures come as no surprise. I mean, we're looking at an economic downturn the likes of which Australia hasn't seen since the 1930s. And of course, that was brought on by what we all considered to be the absolutely necessary health and public health responses to COVID-19. So it's what we expected. This is Feature Story News and I'm Nina Marepotz in London. Ride-hailing firm Uber is stepping up its lobbying of the Hong Kong government after losing a critical court case on the legality of its business model in the city. Richard Kimber reports. Uber is calling on its stakeholders to use their influence to persuade the Hong Kong government to change its view on the company. The plea comes after the Court of Final Appeal threw out the bids of 24 Uber drivers who had been found guilty two years ago of carrying passengers for hire without a hire car permit. They were fined around US$500. The defeat was a severe blow to Uber, which has been operating in the city since 2014, despite its drivers working illegally. In July, Uber said it was ready to move its Asia headquarters to Hong Kong if it saw progress on ride-sharing regulations. But for now, it's decided to keep its HQ in Singapore. Richard Kimber in Hong Kong. Japan's ruling Liberal Democratic Party is moving ahead with plans to elect its next leader. An election will take place in two weeks. Grace Lee reports from Tokyo. The winner of the LDP election will replace Prime Minister Shinzo Abe, who is stepping down to deal with health issues. 
Two candidates have already formally announced their candidacy. First is former Foreign Minister Fumio Kishida, who has been a longtime supporter of Abe, though he failed to get the outgoing Prime Minister's endorsement. Second is Shigeru Ishiba, the LDP's former Secretary General, who has been Abe's rival and a rare critic of the Prime Minister. Chief Cabinet Secretary Yoshida Suga is expected to join the race Wednesday. He has been Abe's right-hand man for more than seven years and already has powerful backings within the LDP. Grace Lee, Tokyo. And a reminder of the world's top stories, 14 people are standing trial in Paris over a terror attack on the satirical magazine Charlie Hebdo five years ago in which 12 people were shot dead in and near its offices and a further three at a Jewish supermarket. And that's the latest from Feature Story News. I'm Nina Maria Potts in London. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. I don't know what it is, but why am I always being picked on? Why am I the idiot behind the microphone? Anyways, what's going on? So there you go. The dude's not even out of office yet, and they're already talking because he's leaving because of health issues, and they're already planning, you know, some people to try to take over. Shit. Let's let the dude at least get out, you know, formally (laughs) before we start doing that. Anyways, normally over the last few days, we've been talking about what's trending right off the top of the show. We did not do that today. But don't think that I forgot about it. We're definitely still going to do it. So let's talk about it. Top five fiction and nonfiction books that are trending according to the New York Times bestsellers list. So let's go through it from the very top. Here we go. Number five in the nonfiction category, Too Much and Never Enough by Mary L. Trump. Just Mercy by Brian Stevenson. Cast by Isabel Wilkerson. Live Free or Die. Sean Hannity, Untamed, Glennon Doyle, that's number one. At number five, the guest list, according to the fiction category. At number four, The Vanishing Half. At number three, The Jackal. At number two, Where the Crawdads Sing. You know, that book stayed on the chart for quite a while so far. I think last week was at number one, but I could be wrong. And then at number one, Royal by Danielle Steele. I didn't even know she still was around writing. Now we're going to find out that it's like some kind of recap book or something like that. Anyway, so let's talk about some different things because I didn't talk about it at the very beginning of the show. This is the way that it works sometimes from time to time. I open the phone line. You call in. We do some stuff. Normally, it's during giveaways that most of the phone calls do take place just for information purposes. Now, if you're interested in knowing what contest we have going on currently at Safety FM, go to safetyfm.com forward slash contest, and that will give you the latest and the greatest of whatever the hell we have going on. Currently on Friday, we're going to be giving away a total of 10 books of the practice of learning teams. And that's the new book by Gladys McCarthy. Brent times two is like what I like to call it, but it's Brent Sutton and Brent Robinson. And they're talking about the practice of learning teams. It's definitely the new gold standard when it comes to learning teams and understanding how to do that. It's definitely a continuation from where it actually takes off of better questions by Todd Conklin. Now, Todd Conklin did write the foreword to this book. 
So I would recommend strongly going out there and picking it up if you haven't done so. And if you don't want to pick it up because you don't want to pay for it, there is a chance of you winning some copies. Well, a copy at least. So that's there you go. Safetyfm.com forward slash contest. So you've been seeing it all week. So let's talk about it some more. So it has occurred. So want to talk about it, reference it. This week, we have signed three new shows to the station. And so you'll start to see some of those right away towards the middle of the month. One will start immediately, just so you know. So this week alone, we have signed the Practice of Learning Teams, the book that we just talked about. Now they're doing a podcast series. So take a listen to that. That will be available on September the 16th. The trailer is already available if you're out there looking for it. Now, if you want to find the show, you can go to the Practice of Learning Teams, and you can go to the safetyfm.com section, and under our show listings, the Practice of Learning Teams is listed right there. So go ahead and take a listen to that one. That way, it's readily available for you to take a listen to for the trailer. Then yesterday, well, the reveal came out. I didn't think it was going to happen already. But the safety struggle, the host decided to come out and say who she is. And Linda F. Martin is the host of the safety struggle. And that will be scheduled to come out on the 16th of September. So that way, you know that it's there. And we're ready to move forward with it. So if you are if you enjoyed the episode that we did with Linda a couple weeks ago, she will be a permanent host doing her show with the safety struggles. I think it's something that you're going to enjoy. So make sure that you take a listen to that. And then yesterday, we well, yesterday we kind of went through, or the day before we finalized everything, this morning we have announced it. The return of Pedro Maciel, or Maciel, <laughs> With the X Factor of safety. It has returned to Safety FM. He's calling himself the new kid on the block. And yeah, I had to tell you, over the last couple of weeks, we've been giving him a lot of shit about him being the guy behind the safety struggle. Who knows? Maybe he really is. Um, but that's finally, you know, he's back. So he'll be doing his show. We have a lot of plans and strategies on what we are going to do there with him. You'll see a lot of live streams. Some live radio interaction in the podcast. All kind of similar to how the rated R stuff goes. Um, there'll probably be a lot of interactions in that same fashion. So just so you're fully aware on what's going on. So that will be kind of cool. Seeing some different things there. So, you know, a cool full plethora this week um, of what's going on. We still have two more days left of the week. Who the hell knows what else could happen? You never know around here with the element of surprise on what can happen next. So that's kind of a cool thing. I'm pretty excited about all these new additions coming onto the radio station and onto the podcast network. Like I have told you yesterday during the 200th episode of this thing, we definitely want to grow into different sections where people can have different conversations and they're all not tiered to one exact section of safety, if that makes sense. Really what it boils down to, if you really think about it, I just want people to have safety on their mind. I mean, that's it. Whichever format or versionality they deem that's going to work best for them. So just think about that as we do talk about it. I think that's going to be pretty important. So there you go. That's that information. So let's go ahead and hit it from the shit list right off the top of the board. And let's go down the different news stories that we have going on here today. 
Here is the news on the Rating R Safety Show. So there you go. A strong earthquake struck the coast of northern Chile on Tuesday, causing some minor damage in landslides. So let's let's see that. A strong earthquake hit the northern side of Chile, but only caused minor stuff. Oh, okay, cool. Um, the U.S. U.S. Uh, Geological Survey said that the magnitude 6.8 quake, 6.8, oh my God, after... <laughs> Um, struck after midnight and was followed by a second earthquake preliminary magnitude of a 6.3. The Chilean Navy assured the residents that were no possibility of a tsunami, but also shared that there are some damages that have been reported as well as power outages. No immediate reports of casualties or injuries have been reported. So, you know, I have to say it. You just know it. I have to talk about it. I just can't stop. What does your hazard matrix look like when you for something like this? How do you plan? How do you plan for an earthquake? I really need to call some of my friends at Cal OSHA and see what the hell they have to say. I always find that interesting. Definitely some information for sure. Anyways, let's continue. The city, um, let's see, in Wisconsin, there has been about $2 billion in damages in city-owned property since the rioting started, followed by the shooting of Jacob Blake. Uh, let's see the Kittishaw public works director or yeah, director Shelly, Shelly. Hi, Shelly said between lost equipment and lost street lights, lost traffic signals and miscellaneous sign damage. The city is out about approximately $1.9 million. The damage reports that that comes after the reports of the mayor from J- mayor John. Yeah. Mayor John asked governor Everett for 30 millions in state funding to help the city of Kittishaw. Rebuild and heal and heal the week of violence and damages. Okay, so hold on, hold on, hold on, hold still. 1.9 million dollars in damages, and I am requesting 30 million dollars from the governor. I need to understand the math here. Anybody have some good ideas? What are you thinking? As I as I mention it. I mean, that's a hell of a change. I mean, think about it for a moment. We are talking literally. I mean, look at it. 1.9 to $30 million. What's the differential for? I mean, and some work can be done for the area. I'm not saying that that can't be a possibility. But holy snikes, man. That's a lot of money. That is definitely a lot of money. For sure. Anyways, let's continue down the path here. A park in Detroit has been transformed into a drive-through, a drive-through memorial for residents who have lost their lives due to the coronavirus. The city director of arts and culture, Rochelle Riley, said that she hopes, and I did say hopes, that the memorial will wake people up of the devastating effects of the pandemic and also can bring some peace to families whose loved ones didn't have a funeral they deserved. More than 1,500 people have died from the virus in Detroit, according to the Detroit Free Press. So what do you think there as I do make a reference to that? Is it something for sure that you go, okay, yes, it just brings some validity to the things that are going on in regards to setting up a memorial? As a drive-through, I mean, it's just, it's so interesting on how we have to get a little bit more creative nowadays with some of the stuff that's going on. And what do I mean when I say that? I mean, you can't just have people roaming down a park at the moment. So I guess cramming them in a car 
And I mean that in a good way, because I know that could probably come across weirdly. Um, might be the better effect for just for people to be able to see the different things that are going on. What do you think when I say this? I mean, I want you to think about it for a brief moment because there's a lot of stuff going on. It's not just the case of, hey, whatever, and just kind of roll with the punches. There's a lot of stuff going on. Definitely a lot of stuff going on. Can't just sit back and go, eh, whatever happens, happens. And it, the world's the world. The world's the world. I mean, what kind of bullshit is that? I know, I know. I just asked the questions. Anyways, let's continue. The American Academy of Sleep Medicine reports that poor sperm quality has been linked to using electronic media at night. <laughs> yeah, I did say that. I did say that. So let's go through it. The team of researchers collected samples from about 116 male participants between the age of 21 and 59 years old of undergoing fertility assessment. The participants answered a questionnaire about their use of electronic devices and sleep habits. Preliminary results published as an abstract in the Journal of Sleep showed that men who reported more use of light emitting devices, including tablets, smartphones at night, after bedtime, had a lower concentration of sperm, a lower motility in progressive in progressive sperm motility. So there you go. Over the past the past few decades, there has been a decline in male fertility. And researchers said in the study during the same time period, there has also been a widespread of digital devices. The men were free and willing to provide the sperm count for people to count of. There you go. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so here we go. Apple will launch for version of its new iPhone with 5G technology next month. Bloomberg reports that the tech giant is targeting an initial build of at least 75 million iPhones, as many of as 80 million. The new iPhones will come with advanced wireless technology, will have a new design and a larger selection of screen sizes. Also, the company has plans to unveil new versions of the Apple Watch, a new version of the Apple Air or the Apple, the Apple iPad Air and a new pair of over-the-ear headphones with Apple branding. The previous pair had Beats branding. The Apple Watch and iPad are rumored to be unveiled in the middle of next month, while for the new iPhone, it's kind of unclear on when the hell that shit's going to happen. Now, I'm going to tell you, with all the craziness that we have been hearing from the different aspects when it comes to the 5G technology, how do you think sales on this shit's going to be? I'm asking a legitimate question. Because, you know, there's been that whole conversation of, well, you you probably should not be doing the 5G because the 5G ties into the coronavirus and the 5G is going to screw your head. You know, the different things that people are saying. I mean, I don't know what validity is there for that. But the stuff that people are talking about, the people, the people are going out there saying, and what do I mean by people? People. I'm talking about the people that are out there doing, you know, the rumoring, you know, the different stuff. Duh. Duh. So I want you to think about that. I mean, what do you think? Do you think that 5G is going to be a hard sell? 
And is that going to be technology that you, yes, you, are you going to be able to, are you going to be willing to use it? Or are you going to sit back and go, no way, no way, not doing that, not doing that tech. That's for sure. Have you not heard the things that it can do? There's so many different things that it can do. I'm, I'm afraid of the tech. I'm afraid of what to do. I don't know. I look at it and I go, I probably don't have a lot of good data to go with with that. It's just a conversation. It's something that we go, okay, this is new data that's coming out and we need to figure out what the hell to do with it. It's new info. It's new stuff. It's definitely something to look at. Anyway, so talking about data and stuff, Dream Research Team, let's talk about that real quick. Massive study of 24,000 Dream backups previously studied that found that the continuous continuation of what we experience while awake. Researchers at Roma Tire University in Italy came up with a new way of converting test subjects, dream reports into algorithm solutions in order to automate the task to analyze dream contests, thus allowing for a massive size of their study. They found that their data supports about a continu- continu- continued hypothesis. The notion of that the dreams are a continuation of what happens in everyday life. According to researchers, the dream reports contained about a various of statistical markers reflecting that the dreamers likely experience while awake. Lead researcher Alexandro Forgel. Yeah, Alexandro Forgel says that it turns out that everyday impacts dreaming, i.e., Anxiety in life leads to dreams with negative effect, and vice versa. Dreaming impacts with problem-solving skills. Dreaming reflects on what we experience in real life. I'd like to apologize right now to everyone I work with that has seen me naked in the past 24 hours. Yeah, that is a long, dramatic pause for sure. I mean, but think about some of the dreams that you have and some of the nightmare. I'll tell you this. If you ever dream about the toilet, don't use it. Don't use it. It's a bad idea. And, you know, you're online too much if your dreams have ads in them. So think about those separate things. But no, in all serious note, in a serious note for sure. As you hear that about the research that's been done on 24,000 dreams, do you think that it is true? Do you think that your day-to-day impacts the dreams that you have? Because I'll tell you, I have some pretty wild dreams. And there's some pretty interesting dreams. And I have some pretty interesting nightmares as well. So I don't know. What do you think about it? When I say this, do you just go, nah, you're full of it. You have no idea what you're talking about. Or the researchers, you know, are just not sure. Not sure on what the hell, what's really going on. Who knows? Rated R Safety Show. Sarcastic? Never. Okay, so here you go. No charge for change. Experts are saying that it could be the beginning of the end for airline change fees. So here we go. Changing a non-refundable airline ticket has long been a pricey, excessive exercise on most airlines. If you've ever needed, needed a date change, a time, or even a destination on an airline ticket, you're familiar with the pain of forking over about $200 per person at least, on top of the fare difference between the new trip and the original trip. While airlines have been waiving the the once, you know, the fee, the fee, the stupid ass fee during the pandemic, on Sunday, United Airlines announced that it will become the first to eliminate the ticket change fee for good with new, with a few catches. How is it? How are they the first ones? 
I don't really think that's true. They can't be the first ones because isn't Southwest already doing that? Anyways, let me continue. So United Airlines announced that it will become the first to eliminate the ticket change fee for good with a few catches. The new no change fee policy applies to travelers with standard, listen to that, standard economy and premium cabin tickets for travel within the United States, Puerto Rico, and the U.S. Virgin Islands. The United's new policy will not apply to its no frills basic economy ticket, at least not in the immediate future. As for other airlines considering similar moves as travel restrictions ease, we could see many of the enticements offered in effort of convincing us to pack our bags and fly somewhere. So what do you think? I mean, if you really think about the big picture here, there's probably about 15 other fees they can consider dropping as well. Because this bullshit that I have to pay for a bag every time that I go somewhere, if I'm going to check it in, that's bullshit. Just give it to me on the price of the ticket and say it's included. I mean, at least Southwest, when you go Southwest, Southwest tells you the first two bags are included. You know, it's part of the ticket. Let's be real. I like Southwest. I travel with them quite a bit. Now I don't have to fly first class and all that other horseshit. I fly, I fly first class in Southwest. <laughs> There's no such thing, just in case. Just in case. Anyways, let's continue. Let's talk a little bit about here about the coronavirus. Let's give you the corona update. After learning about swimsuit season was going to be postponed or canceled this year, many of us have decided to drop the salad to make cookie dough, according to the comparison of food search terms. Google Trends data shows that the interest of cookies and ice cream and burgers between March the, March and August this year were higher than they were for the same period Last year in 2019, interest of salads and veggies dropped this year compared to last year. Oh, no, that's no surprise. Surge interest in gyms also fell about 90%. Oh, it looks like we just went from exercise to extra fries. That's for sure. Think about that for a moment. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. An international consortium of scientists is conducting research into human immune response to COVID-19 and hopes to someday that human immunity to the disease could be repurposed to fighting cancer. Dr. Shashi Gugar, a scientist of the Faculty of Medicine of Dalhousie University in Halifax, who is the leading collaboration, the collaboration believes that next year or two, most people of the world will be either infected or vaccinated, giving them immunity to COVID-19. That means that potentially a large portion of the world's population may have within themselves the tools to battle cancer without radiation or chemotherapy. And maybe that's your silver lining on what we've been waiting for through the years. If you kind of think about it for a moment, that would be kind of interesting just to see how that all ends up. If you think about it, just for a brief moment, as you give me a moment of your mindset of what you're thinking about. Let's talk about some other news real quick. A rescue dog who lost her own pups is now mothering some orphan kittens. The Sunshine Dog Rescue in Phoenix, Arizona, shared the story of Georgia, an Australian shepherd mix who went to into premature labor and losing three of her baby pups in the process. After losing her whole litter, Georgia reported reportedly kept 
Looking for her pups a few days later, the rescue took on three motherless newborn kittens and introduced them to Georgia, who took them in as her own. The rescue posted an update on Facebook writing, she loves them. So far, it's been able to, to get one to latch on, and the other ones are being bottle fed. I need to figure that out, too. So there you go. Yeah, I know. It's not safety related. Sometimes you need some of these feel-good stories, you know? Dr. Feelgood. We have to talk about some other stuff sometimes. It can't all just be doom and gloom. Yeah. Doom and gloom. Sometimes that's what a lot of people just think that the show revolves around. That's not all it revolves around. This is Figer's Law. One of the great things about America is that we always felt safe in our homes, our schools, our neighborhoods, and in our places of worship. All that's changed now. We're afraid to send our children to school. We're afraid to go to crowded shopping centers. We're afraid to worship at our churches, our synagogues, and mosques. We never know when it might be our turn to be shot. And they always told us that Russia, or the communists, or Al-Qaeda was our real enemy. Ha! We've willingly given up our safety, and our conscience, and our American way of life to lobbyists for the NRA. The hope and the illusion of a humming economy never trumps everything that really makes America great. Remember, if you don't stand for something, you end up standing for nothing. This is Figer's Law. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so let's continue down the path here. The market began the month with a strong, strong, strong showing. On Tuesday, here we go, September has historically been the most difficult month of the year over the last 50 years, but investors are optimistic that they can beat that stigma this year. Both the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ notch new high records, and that's new high records closes. A strong report of manufacturing data created by optimism of economic recovery. The shareholders also believe that the jobless claims report to be released on Friday will show positive signs for the month of August. Tesla failed nearly about 5% after announcing plans to introduce $5 billion worth of new stock, which will dilute the value of the existing chair. Shares, not chair. There's no chair. Well, there is chairs in a Tesla, but shares is what I'm trying to say. So what do you think? What do you think as I say that? What do you think as we reference it? Is it something worthwhile talking about? Or is it something that you just go, eh, what the hell do I know? I mean, just think about it for a moment. There's a lot of stuff going on there. I look at it and I go, it makes it pretty interesting on how that would work. Because you want more money involved, but you also don't want to take a hit on your stock value. I don't know. They seem to be doing the right thing as of late, so who the hell knows? Who the hell knows what's going on with them? Duh. I like it. I like what they're doing. They seem to have a, a lot of interesting stuff. Anyways, let's continue down the path here. The U.S. Department of Agriculture announced that it will allow schools to continue serving free meals to children throughout the end of the year. Sony Purdue, U.S. Secretary of Agriculture, announced that the summer meal programs will continue serving free meals to all children as to late December the 31st or until funding runs out. Previously, the USDA said that schools would not be allowed to serve free meals to students once the school year resumed in the fall. The decision was met with a backlash. Well, good freaking idea of giving the kids some free meals. 
that are out there. I mean, it is kind of a messed up time at the moment, just in case if you had not noticed. But I'm glad that they have decided to change the thing out there for sure. Anyways, did you hear about this one? This one seems to be rocking and rolling around right now. So let's talk about it. Walmart will debut its long-awaited membership program starting on September the 15th. Walmart Plus, the retailer's new subscription service, will give shoppers unlimited free delivery or more than 160,000 items from the store, fuel discounts, and access to tools. (laughs) A lot of us already have access to tools. No, sorry, wrong thing. That are said to be made to make shopping even faster, according to the release from Walmart. The subscription cost will be $98 a year or $12.95 a month, barely undercutting Amazon Prime, which costs about $119 a year or $12.99 a month. Okay, so let's be realistic. $20 is $20. We're talking like $21. So, I mean, that's not a bad deal. So do you think that you will be an Amazon, well, an Amazon, listen to me, listen to me, a Walmart plus person? Will that be something that will make it into your repertoire of subscription services of things to purchase? I don't know. There's a lot of shit you can talk about here about Walmart. And no, I, you know, Walmart plus, I I think it's definitely will kick in. People will be interested in it. I mean, Walmart has decent prices if you go there. And some people's biggest complaint about going to Walmart is going to Walmart. I mean, when you start having Facebook fan pages and Facebook groups of just known as the people of Walmart, you might have some questions about things. But price-wise, they're normally pretty good. They undercut most people, which pisses a lot of people off. So what do you think? Is the $98 going to be worth it to you just not to have to go to Walmart or Wally World, as I like to call it? Think about it for a moment. I mean, it's something. Do you have an Amazon Prime account? How competitive do you think this market's going to be now? Do you think it's going to change everything or is it going to remain the same? I think it'll be interesting to see what happens. That's for sure. It will definitely change a lot of things. I don't think it's just going to leave it as whatever. It will change some things for sure. And we'll have to take a look at what the market does in response. We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. So did you hear about this one? The White House will resume public tours starting as early as next week. All visitors will be required to wear a face covering and practice social distancing during their visit. A statement released by Melania Trump's office says tours will be hosted just two days a week instead of five. On Friday and on Saturday from 8 a.m. till 11 a.m. Yeah, you heard me correctly there. 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. And the number of guests able to attend is limited to just 18% of normal capacity. Hand sanitizer will also be available in multiple locations. How many problems do you think you're they're going to run into with people trying to steal the White House hand sanitizer? And I'm talking about full dispenser. I'm not talking squirting in your hand. Yeah, I did say that out loud. But think yeah. about it. Think about it for a second. Not about the squirting in your hand part. 
about actually people trying to take the dispenser. Not everyone. There'll be some people that'll try to do it. Just happens that way. I don't know why it happens that way. It does. So, there's something to think about. Anyways, let's talk about some other weird, strange things out there. Minka, Kelly, and Trevor Noah are dating. The Insider People says that it's a serious relationship, and they're very happy. Neither talk show host nor the actress have commented on their relationship. I don't even know who Minka Kelly is. Who is Minka Kelly? I have to go searching for pictures. Damn it. And I'm going to lose all my news stories by doing that. Who is she? Does anybody know? I mean, of course somebody knows, but who is Minka Kelly? Now I'm going to have to pull it up over here. So do you watch, do you watch that show? Do you watch the show with Trevor Noah? Seriously, like, do you watch it all the time? A lot of people love that show. I guess I love the, there's another, ver- I mean, well, it's kind of a versionality of it. Um, ah, I know Minka Kelly. I've seen a couple of her movies. She looks like also like that girl that used to be on Gossip Girl. Is it Gossip Girl? No, there's somebody. She looks like there's another actress that they both look similar to each other. What the God? I'm gonna uh, reference all these weird things. Oh, there it is, Lena Mista. That's who it is. It's a Gossip Girl girl, the Gossip Girl girl, but they look alike. It's not the same person. Lena Mista and Minka Kelly. Well, good for them. Good for them. It's good to be in a relationship from time to time. And I'm talking about people that are, you know are single and trying to look for relationships, and that makes them not single from that point on. I'm happily married. I I have no complaints whatsoever whatsoever at all anyways let's continue 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 let's talk about some different things that are going on inside of this lovely verse so let's talk about some stuff that we haven't talked about how to tell if you're a foodie about half of us consider ourselves foodies what does it take to really be a foodie here are the top qualifications here you go you genuinely enjoy cooking that disqualifies a shitload of people you don't always rely on recipes and you look like experimenting in the kitchen you know where different cuts of meats come from you know how to do things like debone a fish and make pasta from scratch debone the fish not make the fish and debone it from scratch let's make sure we're clear there you avoid ready-made meals and sauces you go on vacation for food you've eaten at michelin star restaurant You read food blogs and several people you follow on Instagram are chefs, bakers, and food bloggers. You own fancy knives, at least five different oils, and at least 30 spices. So, if you fall into all those categories, I don't even know. If you would qualify for that. I mean, some people can't even say the word foodie. So think about that one for a second. Isn't that something to think about? That's for sure. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves. Only on Safety FM. 
bringing you information you never knew you cared about. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, Bill Gates offered a sweet and funny video tribute to billionaire pal Warren Buffett on Sunday in honor of his 90th birthday during the his best Martha Stewart impression. Gates made a delicious-looking Oreo cake, complete with Buff, Buff, Buffett's face on the top, drawn in chocolate icing, and at the end, Gates cuts a slice, puts it on the plate with a fork, and leaves a message, happy 90th birthday, Warren, in, a, in an Oreo dust. Buffett is a notorious dessertaholic, and Gates once told a story on his blog on how he caught Buffett eating his favorite dessert for breakfast, which is Oreos. If you go online, you can find the video. It is readily available, or we have also put it up on Tiny, or it is also up, because I did not put it up, because that's going to sound wrong. You can find it on tinyurl.com forward slash Y3KZZO50. That's three. That's Y3KZZO50. Five O, not zero, five O. So there you go. If you're interested in taking a look at that, because some people are. Anyways, let's talk about my favorite part. Let's talk about politics and the shit going on inside of the swamp. Because, you know, we have to get to that part at some point today. So let's talk about it. President Trump decried last week's unrest in Wisconsin during the visit there yesterday, saying that there were no acts of peaceful protest, but really domestic terror following the survey of the situation trump announced a one million dollar in additional funding for law enforcement through the justice department as well as a four million dollars in funding for small businesses affected by the riots and another 42 million for law enforcement statewide so there you go there's some information there san francisco's trillius blow hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on on hold on hold on Here we go. So Nancy Pelosi was spotted on camera in San Francisco, uh, in a San Francisco alone, uh, for an updated hairdo without even wearing a mask. Why is this making even part of the new sequence? So alone have been shut down since March, but they were recently allowed to reopen for outdoor services only, effective on Tuesday. Pelosi office said they had no idea that she was breaking the rules. So for getting her hairdo done there. So there you go. There's that information. I did not know. I mean, I I have seen some stuff online. No, I, matter of fact, that's a lie. That is a lie. I had seen some stuff on John Oliver that he talked about somebody getting their hair done a few, I want to say it was like a couple of months ago. That was an episode. Anyways, a Kennedy has lost, a Kennedy has lost in Massachusetts representative or rep Joe Kennedy, primary Senator Ed McCarley is for, for his seat in lost at the first time Kennedy lost a congressional race there. It was a complicated affair. Kennedy has backed, was backed by Nancy Pelosi and Ed Markley and got an endorsement by AOC, who co-sponsored the job-killing Green New Deal with. Anyways, uh, Joe Kennedy is the grandson of RFK. I hate talking about this shit. I really do. I really do. Uh. Yeah, worst part of the whole damn thing. Let's continue. New York appeals court has temporarily blocked an order for President Trump to submit eight years of tax returns to the Manhattan District Court. The court says it will consider Trump's argument and that his order was politically motivated and overly broad. So there you go. Some more stuff there about the world of politics because we love him so much. We just love him. Can't stop talking about it all the 
freaking time and I almost said something else that I shouldn't have said. Anyway, so let's continue. No winner for Saturday night's Powerball drawing. Tonight's drawing will be for $56 million jackpot or $44.1 million cash payout if you're interested in that kind of stuff. Let's talk about the new world of showbiz. The creator of Game of Thrones are ready to tackle another iconic book. Netflix announced that the drama series inspired by science fiction tr- trilogy The Three-Body Problem from Chinese author Liu Sixin is in the work. The series overall three books, The Three-Body Problem, The Dark Force, and The Death's End, which will tell the story of humanity's first contact with an alien civilization. Well, shit, give it a few years. I think we might be there. Let's think about that for a moment. Anyway, so that's coming to Netflix. That will be going down the road there. If you're interested in taking a look at that, let's talk about some more celebrity news stuff. If you're interested in hearing this, R. Kelly's attorney wants his client to be released after he was allegedly attacked in his sleep by a fellow inmate armed with a pen. With a pen. Previously, reports stated that the other inmate was upset about the recent lockdown and he felt that were Kelly's fault, punched the singer punched the singer while he was laying in bed. New reports now claim that the other inmate somehow managed to get into Kelly's cell and started stomping on his head repeatedly. Also, the inmate was also armed with an ink pen. And I did say ink, I-N-K pen, which was planned to be used to stab the singer, but was grabbed by others before he was had the chance. Following the attack, Kelly's attorney argued that his client should be let out to his home confinement and to await trial, a trial which has no set date due to the coronavirus. How do we just put the dude in solitary confinement? I know I should not give my Uh. opinion on that shit, but man, why don't they just do that? Like, seriously, wouldn't that just make life easier for this dude? Okay, maybe not for the dude. R. Kelly. Hi, R. Kelly. Anyways, let's continue real quick. Oh, I'm going to lose it. Joe Exotic has released a line of leopard print underwear for men and women with his face on the crotch. Yeah, you heard me correctly there. Streetwear designer. Uh, let's see. I'm going to butcher his name. Odian Danger. Odangerous. Odangerous. Let's just say that. Who sells everything Tiger King tweeted that he can't wait for the next collection to drop. Referencing Exotic's revenge line of clothing. The brief sale for about $24 for men, $21 for women, and are slated to go on sale on September the 7th. So we're right around the corner, which also happens to be the two-year anniversary of Exotic's arrest. A soft launch. Oh, God. A soft launch. A soft launch of underwear. <laughs> A soft launch of the Revenge Collection reportedly sold out within hours, garnering more than $20,000 of online sales. God, a damn soft launch on underwear. It's way too easy. This is way too easy to say some shit. Oh, my God. More sarcasm than a Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R. Safety show. Okay, Johnny Depp filed for a motion for his upcoming defamation trial against his ex-wife, Amber Turd. I mean, heard. Sorry about that. Delayed so he can... Can film Fantastic Beast 3. The actor filed documents in Virginia court last week requesting that the trial be delayed until at least March of 2021. Initially, the trial was set to begin in January 2021. So there you go. Some information there real quick. Tom Cruise hired a cruise ship 
for the cast and crew of the upcoming Mission Impossible 7 film to help prevent more coronavirus delays. Sources claim that the actor rented the Hartingerton watercraft for about $600,000. The movie is set to be released on November 2021. So there you go. A lot of information on what's going on there. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff going on in that neck of the woods. Anyways, let's talk a little bit about sports real quick before we get too far and deep into it. Vince Carter is joining ESPN as an analyst after retiring following the 2019 and 2020 NBA season. The 43-year-old has just been had been projected as a top analyst as he was a minor in communications from North Carolina and participated in Sportscaster U camp through NBA Players Association, according to the Post. He joins, a, he joins, he joneses, listen to me, he joins a growing list of former NBA stars at the company. Well, good. Good to see Vince Carter doing some other stuff outside of the world of whatever the hell this is. You know, broadcasting, whatever. A lot of stuff there. Anyways, let's talk about some whack facts. Some whack facts on Wacky Wednesday. Wacky Wednesday. Australian used the name of hurricanes after unpopular politicians. Did you know that? That's something to know. Most ice cream is eaten at the evening time between the times of 9 p.m. and 11 p.m. Is that evening or is that night? I would consider that nighttime. Would you consider that evening? Don't you just call it nighttime at that point? Isn't evening like five, six, maybe seven? Then we just get into the dark time, so it's night. An elephant can pull twice its weight. A bumblebee can pull about 300 times its weight. There's some more useless knowledge for you. Honey is so easy to digest because it's already been digested by a bee. That's pretty disgusting for you. Talk about having some regurgitation in the mouth. Yeah, I said that out loud. The seahorse is the only fish that can swim upright. And only a female duck quack. Male, males ones coo, hoot, honk, and grunt, but they don't quack. <laughs> yeah, you might get that a little bit later. Okay. Here's some questions that could be plaguing humanity in your area, just in case if you're wondering. So here we go. How do you handcuff a one-armed person? Do pigs have pen pals? How come most people at school are the ones that everybody hates? And I'm talking about the most popular ones. I don't know why the hell that works out that way. Is it possible for a psychic to a psychic fair to be canceled for due to unforeseen circumstances? Do derogatory do dermatologists make a rash decision? If a turtle loses its shell, is it naked or homeless? Do infants enjoy infancy as much as adults enjoy adultery? Oh, that's terrible. That is terrible. Why is why is the third hand on the watch called a second hand? That's a good question. That is a good question. Why do, why do we sing take me out to the ball game when we're already there? <laughs> and last but not least, our golf balls as painful as athletes fight. There you go. You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, so let's go through it. 
lessons that we've actually learned inside of school. Homework is a collaborative effort. A shortcut to the answers is just a text away. Your parents will embrace you somehow, even when you're not trying to. What? What? Everybody always is challenging the rules of math, and it's not your fault. Boys, anything goes. Girls, hide your shoulders, and this is not a brothel. Yeah, isn't that some bullshit on how that works? World War III could happen, and your mom would still have, <laughs> would still find a way to get you there in time for the first period. You'll never forget how to solve X, but you'll you'll never need to know know the whole thing for your entire life. It's kind of some of the shit they teach you in school. Biologists are only now beginning to understand the bloom that exists under every school desk. And also, just in case if you did forget, teachers do get hangovers too. Duh. There you go. Some stuff to think about as we do talk about these different things. Anyways, before I forget, I want to make sure that we do reference it because it is important. Currently, if you are suffering from every any thoughts related to depression, suicide, there is a phone number that you can call. People are there to be able to assist you in regards to seeing what's going on in your mind. There is a 24-hour-a-day, seven-days-a-week phone number that is available for you to call. And these are our friends at the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Their phone number is 1-800-273-TALK. That is 1-800-273-TALK or one 800 82 Five, five. You can give them a call. They're available 24-7, and they can sit there and talk to you and see what can be talked about and what is going on in your mind. Currently, they're unable to accept any kind of text messaging. So please, if you are going through any kind of struggles, please give them a call or go to the Suicide Prevention Lifeline website. That's suicidepreventionlifeline.org, and then you can turn around and do messaging directly there. If you do text message, it will not make it across. Now, in the near future, they will have a phone number or a text number available. There will be 988, but that is currently not available. So please understand that. Not available at the moment. The other thing that I want to talk about, because I think it's very, very important. Missingkids.org. This is a website for missing and exploited children. If you've ever heard of an Amber Alert or seen an Amber Alert and want to know what exactly happens next, go to missingkids.org. They are there trying to help children in the area. They have a plethora, and I will say plethora, of resources readily available for you, for you to go through and see what's going on in your area and see what's going on across the nation when it comes to these things. I think it's very important to take a look at what's going on inside of that particular world. Now, currently, they are, have been accepting people to assist, but unfortunately, due to the pandemic, they cannot take people in currently to help out within the group. But they are taking financial donations. So if you are able to financially assist with that, you can go to missingkids.org for that currently. And I'm sure as soon as they do have it open up where the public can assist again, I will have that information readily available for you to share and see what can be done because I think it's something that's very important for us to be able to talk about. Also, if you are watching online, you'll see this pop up right here. A couple of different events coming up. This event's coming up next, September the 18th of 2020. We are having a free event 6 p.m. Eastern time. It is an Ask Me Anything with 
relationship expert Candace Horbex. Based on the popularity of the episode that we had with her on the Jay Allen Show, we are putting on this little thing. We would love for you to come out, hang out with us, and get that started. So if you're interested in doing that, you can go to safetyfm.io for more information, and that will be readily available. And then also, if you're wanting to look for something else at the same time, the ACFS on will be having an event on September the 30th of 2020. And this is being called Safety Day. If you want some more information about that, you can go to acfs.org. They will be giving out CEUs for it. And I will have some more information about that for you. And that will be actually broadcasting live from the heart of Orlando, just so you are fully aware. And we can talk about that more the closer that we get to the event, because I'm pretty excited about talking about it. But let's not talk about it right now. We'll get to that as we go further down the path. Anyways, thank you for always being the best part of Safety FM. That is the listener. Safety FM, as you are, where is the home of real safety talk? If we can't do the real safety talk portion, then we're kind of wasting our time. Yeah, I know that sometimes this show goes into some different aspects, but there's a lot of things going on. Anyways, today's Wednesday, as you are fully are aware, new episode of Dr. Todd Conklin's pre-accident investigation. So if you're interested in that, go ahead and come to our website, safetyfm.com. Click on the show for the pre-accident investigation, and that will take you to the newest episode that is scheduled to come out today. Come and hang out with us on the website, safetyfm.com. Tons of stuff always going on there, and you can sign up for our exclusive email list, and then you can find out what's going on behind the scenes inside of the station. We also let our contests that are coming out be known to our exclusive list before we let everybody else know. That way they can jump aboard and kind of have be a little bit ahead of the curb, if you want to say it that way. Anyway, Thank you for taking a listen to the Rated R Safety Show. You know who I am. I know who you are. Love you, mean it, and goodbye for now. Duh. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.